Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. It's my pleasure to be with you here on Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. That's right, folks. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine Taco Tuesday. Uh, we always enjoy tacos because, as I, I think, as I always like to say, tacos is like the, uh, it is the quintessential, in my opinion, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm allowed to say this, it is a quintessential American food. I mean, yeah, there's hot dog. I mean, everything has a root somewhere else, right? But what better to, th when you think of, at least modern day, when you think of a food that really has a root somewhere else, but we've made it uniquely American. I mean, come on now. Tacos are not tacos unless they're American tacos. I mean, we, we kind of put the taco in taco, right? We did, didn't we? All right, at least I'd like to think we did. But in any case, welcome to the program on this fine Taco Tuesday. We appreciate you tuning in. As, as you can see, it's just me. Uh, Mike, unfortunately, got 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 caught up doing between the work and uh, the military and a couple of other things. So, fortunately, he was not able to make it with us to make it here today to be with us. But the most important people are here, and that is you. You are here, and uh, also, by the way, here are the the folks that we care a lot about are our sponsors. Let's give a quick shout out to them. Here we go. All right, we're going to start off with Hitman Industries. If you've purchased. A, an AR in the last few years, chances are you have one of their barrels. Uh, but, you know, just in case you're thinking about either doing a, a new build or you're thinking about re-barreling your rifle, uh, why not do so with uh, Hitman Industries? All you got to do is go to hitmanindustries.net. That's hitmanindustries.net and get your rifle or pistol length barrels today. And uh, as uh, Mikey has been saying, they got Glock barrels coming in, so you're going to want to check them out real, real soon. That's hitmanindustries.net. Then we've got the California Republican Assembly. Ronald Reagan referred to the CRA as the conscience of the Republican Party, especially in the state of California, where, by the way, there are more Republicans than any other state in the country. Yeah, there just happen to be twice as many Democrats. But we're working on that. In any case, uh, they're electing conservatives uh, from all at all levels, from from school board all the way up to president of the United States. They're working to, to, to elect conservative, pro-life, pro-family, pro-gun, most importantly. Uh, but check them out at CRAGOP.org. That's CRAGOP.org. If you like what you see, become a member today. Then we've got a hog of holsters. You can get an inside the waistband, outside the waistband, tactical holster, concealed carry holster, whatever you're looking for in a holster, I bet you they've got one that will fit your need and fit your firearm. Just go to, to hogholsters.com. That's hogholsters.com. And make sure you use the discount code to the rundown. All caps, no spaces, and get your hog holster today. 
Then if you're looking for any sort of outdoor gear, whether it's tactical gear, if you're looking for, for hats or you're looking for helmets, if you're looking for sunglasses, if you're looking for boots, pants, coats, uh, whatever you're looking for for your outdoor tactical needs, you can find it at uscombatgear.com. Veteran-owned and operated, great prices, phenomenal selection, and fast shipping. Check them out today. Once again, uscombatgear.com. All right, so how was your Memorial Weekend, folks? Um, mine was interesting. It was good. and We had a great time, uh, but also made it a point to uh, honor the day. Uh, you know, it's always hard on Memorial Day because you never know what to say because you're really not necessarily celebrating. You are recognizing it. Uh, but really, the reason why you're not celebrating it is because it's a it's a day in which you recognize those who have given the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Now, there are still people who I don't know if they don't get it or if they're just, you know, don't 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 really care to pay attention to the differences. But there's there's Armed Forces Day in which we honor those who are currently serving. There is Veterans Day in which we recognize those who have served. Uh, and then there's Memorial Day, where we have those who have served and given the ultimate sacrifice. So I know a lot of people out there, I know that everybody out there wants to give uh, recognition to and say thank you to our vets. And, you know, first of all, you don't need to wait for one of those days to do that. Uh, but especially on that day, once again, it's about recognizing those that gave the ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, I fight the urge to correct people on that one sometimes only because, you know what, at least... They're recognizing that it's about more than just, you know, a barbecue or a day off or, or, or a sale. So I try to I try to cut them a little slack. But anyway, that having been said, uh, we definitely uh, made it a point to to make sure that that recognition took place, at least in, at least in our household. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and move on into the first story. Um, and this one, I will tell you, is really uh it's under my skin. And it's it's something that I wish I could tell you once again that I was surprised about, that really shocked me that it is occurring. But in the end, it uh, it does not. It does not shock me. It does not surprise me. Uh, not one little bit. Uh, and that has to do with the, the, the Department of Homeland Security created a grant program. And the point of this grant program was to help address domestic terrorism. Well, as a part of this program, uh, this they have actually funded a university that basically links Christians, Republicans, re Christians and Republicans, and uh, like the RNC, uh, conservative organizations, basically conservatives as a whole. It links them to Nazis and domestic terrorists. And here's the the the, the report, and here's the report uh, as it was being as it was reported on Fox Business yesterday. Welcome back. Now, this first on Fox Business, a bombshell new report reveals the Biden administration is using taxpayer money to rage a covert war on conservatives and Christian groups. The Media Research Center, a conservative watchdog group, obtaining documents showing DHS, Department of Homeland Security, is using a program meant to fight terrorists, which includes groups like the Heritage Foundation, MAGA, Fox News, even the Republican National Committee in the same category as Nazis. Joining me right now is Media Research Center founder and President Brent Bozal. Brent, it's great to have you this morning. We want to know more about this. Tell us what you found and this so-called pyramid of far-right radicalization. It's an astonishing finding, Maria. 
We, there, there's the program called the Targeted Violence and Terrorism uh, Prevention Grant Program. This is supposed to find uh, domestic terrorists in America. It was started by Obama. There was concern by Republicans that it would be weaponized against Republicans and conservatives. Trump put, put the kibosh on it. It's come back now with Joe Biden. You have that pyramid. Where's that pyramid coming from? There are 80 recipients of money so far. They've received $40 million in grants. We've done FOIAs on 31 of them. The University of Dayton, none of them have wanted to respond. Here we go again. Recipients of public money won't tell the public what their money is for. We, the, the University of Dayton wouldn't give it to us. We found the documents. Anyway, look at that pyramid. This was a conference in December of 2021. In the first la la layer, you've got Heritage, you've got the uh, Breitbart, you've got Fox News, you've got Christian Broadcasting, you've got the Republican National Committee. Already you've got more than half of America is on the list. The second level torques it up. More dangerous groups, Turning Point USA, Tea Party Patriots, PragerU, Breitbart, that American conservative unit. Then the third level is pro-Nazi organizations. And the top one is militant Nazi organizations. So there you go, the pyramid, showing the progression of domestic terrorism. But listen to this. I want you to hear this. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I didn't realize what I had done. Okay. I was trying not to get, to, I was coughing and I pushed the button over here to push my cough button. Didn't realize I turned my sound off. Duh. Okay. Anyway, so let's take a look at what it is that they're doing. Let's take a look at what they're, what it is that they're talking about right here. So you look here and uh, here at the bottom, uh, you, you got this is like the first stage of once again far right radical radicalization. In other words, if you watch, for example, the Christian Broadcasting Network, CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network, then you are being radicalized, according to the Department of Homeland Security, the Heritage Foundation, probably once again the, the premier or one of the leading 
uh, uh, groups when it comes to uh, when it comes to research uh, and information, conservative think tanks, one of the premier research tanks on the right uh, that you'll find out there. Uh, you've got the National Rifle Association, the largest, the largest Second Amendment civil rights organization in the entire nation. And then, but then you take a step up. Now, when you go a little further, it gets even worse. So you've got, okay, you've got up here, you've got PragerU. Now, the interesting thing about PragerU is I've never heard anybody anywhere in any Prager University video say anything or promote anything about violence. All they've ever done is provided factual information about history, about data, about economics, about a bunch of other stuff, but they've never, ever, ever, I've never seen them promote anything relating to violence yet. There you have it. You have Turning Point USA, which is a group that, that works to organize young people on college and high school campuses around conservative values. Now, they don't promote violence. Once again, not at all, right? In fact, they promote the exact opposite. What they're doing is they're basically saying you need to stand up and you need to intellectually stand up and speak your mind and not be afraid to uh, to be not be afraid to engage in the uh, in the uh, the in the, uh, the the in the promotion of ideas, in particular conservative ideas and, and and values. Oh, by the way, the values upon which our nation was founded. But you know that that doesn't mean anything to any of those other folks. Anyway, but then you've got Breitbart, which, by the way, once again, yes, they Breitbart is engaged in the culture war, but not in the way in which they're trying to say. What they're trying to say is, well, you know, they're in the culture war because, um, you know, they're promoting violence. No, they're not. They're once again, they are reporting on the news, but they're reporting on news in particular that a lot of which you won't see in the mainstream media. And now right next to them, Nazi groups. Now, the funny part about, about once again, this being the far right is that what, what they've refused to remind you is the Nazis. Yeah, that was the National Socialist Party, right? They're formerly the Workers' Party there in, uh, in, in Germany. In other words, the Nazis were socialists. They were not far right. They were socialists. Now, they were fascists. They did seek, uh, uh, they did seek to uh, do what many socialists wanted to do, except they wanted the hierarchy instead of economic. They wanted it to be based on race, right? But they definitely believed in socialism, right? They were definitely socialists, but they won't tell you that. Yeah, you won't see any of that in any of the information. That... Anyway, the point that I'm trying to make here, folks, is that these are your tax dollars. These are tax dollars that are supposed to go to help keep us safe. And what they're really doing is, is they're using it to now investigate and harass half of America. That's it. Uh, half of America. I mean, the, the largest, the most watched news channel in the country is Fox News. They are on that list. The largest, one of the largest political organizations that advocates for one thing, the right to keep and bear arms, is on that list. The RNC. That's right, the RNC. One of the two major political parties is on their list of radical domestic terrorists. I, if you are a registered Republican, then you are in the process of being radicalized to be a domestic terrorist. 
That is what DHS is saying. That is what this university is. That is what this university is saying. Um, doesn't that bother you? If it does not bother you, it should bother you. I'm just saying it should bother you. Uh, but yeah, share this information that, that actually the article, the video you'll, you can find on YouTube, but you also find it there at Fox news, but check it out and, uh, let your representative know your congressman or your Senator know that, uh, look, just because I am a Republican, just because I happen to be a member of the NRA, just because I happen to watch Fox news does not mean that I should be, I should be categorized with domestic terrorists. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a radical idea, but I don't think so. I'll tell you who should be classified as domestic terrorists, and that would be Black Lives Matter. Because as we know, Black Lives Matter as an organization, now they've, they've since taken this information down because their whole goal, one of their big goals was to undermine institutions, including the criminal justice system, which that they haven't taken down, our political system, which, by the way, they haven't taken down, but they have taken down that they wanted to destroy the nuclear family, uh, which, by the way, is probably one of the biggest reasons why we have so many challenges in the black community, that in black families that we do, because they've sought to destroy the black family. Um, but I digress. Uh, but, but in this story, oh, but by the way, before, before we move on from this story, just so you know, yeah, they've filing bankruptcy or they're bankrupt right now they are they're running an eight million dollar deficit eight million dollar deficit right so for those of you out there who are saying by the way that oh yeah black lives matter is just a uh well it's it's just an idea no it is an actual organization with a tax status and as a part of that tax status they take in billions of dollars up upwards of six no i'm sorry nine figures of, of nine figures of tax dollars. And now they are running an $8 million, an $8 million, $8 million, $8 million deficit. Well, there's something else. You might have remembered that Patrice Cullors, the former uh, head of Black Lives Matter, she signed a deal with Warner Brothers to produce, you know, racial, racially conscious uh, 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 content. Right. Well, um, they had to drop her because, well, she hadn't produced any content for them, right? According to the Daily Mail, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors has been quietly let go from her Warner Brothers TV deal after producing no content. Cullors, 39, signed the deal with the media giant in 2020 to much fanfare, but it ended in a it ended in secret in October 2022. Uh, it emerged on Friday. The deal, unfortunately, did not result in any produced shows, the source told the New York Post. Colors claimed in January 2022 she was working on a documentary about how reparations were similar to the idea of land back where Native Americans got back their lands and other and other uh, and, an, and another about black social mobility. She also reportedly had had scripted series about marijuana and black women leaders, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And uh, it says black voices, especially black voices who have been historically marginalized, are important and integral to today's storytelling. Yeah, you believe that, but um, you had a deal. You had a chance to to put black voices out there. Heck, you could have just been the producer and just fielded ideas 
right? You could have gone to black filmmakers or, or to documentarians and said, hey, pitch me your ideas, send me your scripts, send me your budgets, I'll pick an idea or two and we'll start putting them through Warner Brothers. But guess what? She didn't do that. She didn't do that because, well, you know, black lives really don't matter to Patrice Colors. What matters is green money. And uh, as long as they were handing it out, she was taking it. And by the way, she is part of the leadership that ran, once again, ran the organization. I mean, this organization bought a, what, a $10 million home in California, along with other multi-million dollar properties that, oh, by the way, don't belong anymore. I know, actually, I take that back. I cannot say that they do not belong to Black Lives Matter, but I'm wondering if she owns the property and the property is not, you know, and she's not with Black Lives Matter anymore. I have to wonder, does she still... Does she own the property or do they own the property? How exactly is all that working? Uh, you had leaders within the organization contracting with family members and baby daddies and all of that uh, to provide services that uh, there's no real evidence that they actually ever provided. But when some of us told you about this, when they first started handing them money back in 2020, no one wanted to listen, or at least none on the left wanted to listen. They were all, Black Lives Matter is an idea. No. It is an organization with a tax-exempt status that's raising money from corporations and from individuals. And their goal is to destroy those corporations and to destroy the families in which those individuals live. And, uh, yeah, and by the way, evidently, one of the other things, goals of the organization was to get paid. And that's what they did. <laughs> they made it a point to get paid. All right. Oh, here's another one. Okay, so one of the most important civil rights we have is the right to keep and bear arms. And I've, we've talked about this before. Civil rights are not special rights for special people. They are all rights to each and every one of us. Premier among them is the right to defend oneself or the right to self-defense. We Now, that is manifest in our Constitution as the right to keep and bear arms. Well... There are some people who do not want you to have the right to keep and bear arms. And their goal is basically to use the legal system in order to remove that fundamental right. And there was an article, uh, where was this at? This was in The Guardian. And it's talking about the wave of lawsuits against U.S. gun makers raises hope of end to mass shootings. But that's not what their goal is. Their goal is the end of the right to keep and bear arms. Now, how do I know this? Well, let's take a look down here. It says, as America's gun crisis shows no sign of abating, there is some hope for reducing the number of mass shootings and killings. The emerging wave of lawsuits against gun makers echoes previous successes against the car industry, opioid companies, and big tobacco. In New York, California, Delaware, and other states, new laws aim to provide ways around the nearly 20-year immunity provided to gun manufacturers and distributors. In Indiana, a lawsuit brought by victims of the 2021 mass shooting at FedEx at a FedEx facility aims to hold gun manufacturer accountable for the horror wrought by one of its weapons. Lawsuits like the Indianapolis option brought by two survivors of the shooting and the family of the man killed broadly argue that gun manufacturers, gun sellers, and gun distributors bear responsibility for crimes because of the way they design, market, and distribute their products, and there is evidence 
the litigation could work to combat violence. <clears throat> now, the, the arguments are similar to some of those brought against car, opioid, asbestos, and tobacco industries in recent decades, which led to companies acknowledging the danger of their products and pushed them towards more responsible practices. Now, here's the problem. <coughs> here's the problem with their thinking. First of all, uh, cars, opioids, uh, asbestos, tobacco products. None of those are constitutionally enumerated rights. Possession of none of those are constitutionally enumerated rights. You have no right to take oxy. You have no right to drive a car. You have no right to uh, not be around asbestos, I guess. And you have no right against tobacco. The, 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 other, thing that, the other thing that's here is that um, in many cases, what they're talking about in terms of cars when they're talking about providing safety, right? I don't want to put this. The problem with these, all of these lawsuits is, well, first of all, there's the there's the the federal law which makes it so that you can you can only sue a firearms manufacturer if their product is faulty or is there is false advertising, right? Meaning that it doesn't do what it says it's going to do, or there's a problem with the product. And the reason why is because what they didn't want is, say, for example, someone uses a gun in a shooting, they don't want someone to be able to you to be able to sue either the manufacturer or the retail of that firearm if they sold the firearm legally, they manufactured the firearm according to legal standards. In other words, if you follow the law, they want to be able to sue you because someone else uses it, uses that item wrongly. It would be the same as saying if someone took a truck and they drove a truck through a crowd of people then making it so that people could go and sue the truck manufacturer because someone used that used that did use that vehicle uh, to harm other individuals. Those sorts of lawsuits will never fly, ever, ever. Now there was the one lawsuit against Remington where they settled, and the reason they settled it was not Remington's decision; it was their insurance company. Their insurance company chose to to chose to settle. They never ceded anything, right? They never chose to cede anything. So, which basically means that it didn't cost Remington anything. It cost the insurance company, right? The insurance company paid out, not Remington. Their goal here, quite frankly, folks, is to sue these firearms manufacturers into oblivion, to sue firearms retailers into oblivion, to put them out of business by, by putting up millions, if not billions of dollars in legal fees. Because keep in mind, they're funded by billionaires like Larry Ellison, like, uh, 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 like Bill Gates, like, uh, 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 oh, I, I, the worst, the absolute worst one, uh, Michael Bloomberg. Uh, they, they have hundreds of millions of dollars to pay attorneys to sue uh, to sue some of these places. And a lot of these most firearms manufacturers are, are mom and pop shops. They're not they're not huge. They don't have an insurmountable or an un, unending amount of money. Right. Most firearms retailers are not the big box stores. All right. It's most of them are once again, small mom and pop shops. Uh, they don't have the resources to continually fight fight off these lawsuits. So having that level of protection actually matters. But uh, they're going to try and sue. 
Uh, in the end, I believe the Supreme Court is going to wind up shooting those these lawsuits down. And uh, and uh, what's going to wind up happening is these folks are going to wind up having to pay the legal fees of those uh, who they who they're going after. And, and what I'm hoping is, is that they countersue. I'm hoping that they countersue for harassment because that's what this is. These are nuisance lawsuits meant to harass them out of business. And uh, I'm hope that we, I'm hoping that they do that and that when they do that, uh, that they'll uh, you know hopefully get some of these organizations uh, put them actually out of business. All right, our last story today has to do with Diane Feinstein, where she showed an interesting amount of competence. How do I know that it is competence? I know. You're laughing. You're wondering, what could I possibly be talking about? Well, recently, Diane Feinstein expressed confusion over Kamala Harris presiding over the Senate. It says, concerns regarding whether Dianne Feinstein, Senator Dianne Feinstein can adequately do her job have surfaced once again after a new reporter from the New York uh, Times. The report, new reporter from a new report from the New York Times. The report comes as, as Ms. Feinstein returned from an extended medical absence this month. Democrats fumed at the inability of the Senate Judiciary Committee chair's inability to carry out her role at the same, uh, at, uh, at a time when the committee was attempting to mount a coherent and convincing response to growing concerns about potential ethical abuses at the Supreme Court. According to the Times, the instances of Ms. Feinstein's forgetfulness and confusion highlighted by other media outlets in recent weeks, such as her bizarre statement that a reporter denying any absence or to a reporter denying any absence from the chamber are more commonplace than previously known. In one instance last year, uh, reported the Times, a California senator appeared confused as to why Kamala Harris was serving in the vice presidential role as the president of the Senate was presiding over the chamber. So in other words, this is actually from a year ago where they were wondering why is Cam she was wondering why is Kamala Harris here? Why is she presiding over the Senate? She's not the leader. Well, yeah, no, the vice president is actually the the leader of the Senate. Anyway, folks, and I think when I say that she showed a surprising amount of of uh of coherence because, you know, Naturally, even in her confused state, it just didn't seem right having Kamala Harris running anything. Anyway, all right, I know it's probably a bad joke, but uh, nonetheless, I stick by it. <laughs> all right, let's see. We're going to move on here to, oh, it is time for our parting shots. And our parting shots are brought to you by Hog Holsters. Make sure to get your Hog Holster today. Just go to hogholsters.com. It's hogholsters.com. Use discount code The Rundown. Get your hog holster today. All right, this first one is in honor of, uh, well, this was actually being put together by the Firearms Policy Coalition. And this uh, this one is in honor of their lawsuit, uh, the, the, the temporary injunction relating to bump stocks. Uh, this has got the guy, I forget, I think it was the Geico commercial. Uh, but he's got the fishing rod and he's holding it, holding the bump stock out there on the end of the line out there for uh, Mr. Dettelbach. And it says, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> you know, like in the commercial. Anyway, that one's brought to you by the Firearms Policy Coalition. As it says there, join FPC, uh, uh, join, uh, join FPC.org if you want to become a member. 
Uh, this next one, well, this is in honor of our good friend, Diane Feinstein, uh, as well as some of the other members you've got there calling it the sanitarium instead of the Senate. It's now the sanitarium. And you've got folks like, uh, is that, you've got Diane Feinstein, who's clearly looks like she's not ready for prime time. Uh, you got Mr. Schumer, you got Mr. Uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, you've got, uh, <laughs> look, there's, there's a. Mr. Biden in the background. And then you got John Fetterman up there looking like uh, looking like Lurch. And then finally, this last one. Now, this is a sign. And I get what this is. This is a sign that's basically, it's supposed to be a sign. So it's got a dog on it. It's got a skateboard on it. It's got a gun on it. It's got, it's got a glass of wine. It's got a cigarette. And it's got a line drawn through the thing of it. And it's the funniest thing because when you look at it, it looks like the dog is smoking, riding a skateboard, drinking wine with a gun. And it says... I don't know who this dog is or why he's banned from the park, but he certainly seems like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. I get it. I get it. That, that's fun stuff, fun stuff. All right, folks. Well, hey, that's going to be it for today's episode. But before we go, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. We start off with Hitman Industries. Get your rifle and pistol length barrels at hitmanindustries.net. Become a member of the California Republican Assembly today. Go to CRA.org and become part of California's future today. Get your hog holster from hogholsters.com. Use discount code RUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your hog holster today. And finally, look for you. Get your outdoor gear, your tactical gear, your snow gear, your summer gear, your winter gear. Whatever you're looking for, you can find it at uscombatgear.com. And with that, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. We will be back tomorrow on Hope. Day. We'll see you then.